0: Welcome to Test Don't Guess, the podcast created for unlicensed health practitioners who love chatting about functional lab testing. I'm Jensen, your host. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, developer of the HTMA analysis app, and creator of the Instant HTMA professional course. But here, I'm just your curious colleague who wants to know all about the functional lab tests that you're using, how you learn to properly interpret them, and how incorporating labs has impacted your confidence and your practice. In this season of Test Don't Guess, we're going to talk with practitioners, course creators, and lab experts to help you navigate the world of functional testing, and I am super glad you're here. Remember, this is a podcast intended for learning purposes only, and it does not provide professional legal or medical advice. Hi, Ellen. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Nice to meet you. Yes, it's so nice to meet you too. I have honestly seen your name in the NTP group for as long as I can remember. <laughs> and so I'm just so excited to talk with you about your experience Yay. with RWS, with your practice. Yeah. Um, I actually posted about this in the test. Don't guess Facebook group and yes. asked if they had any specific questions for you too. Oh,
1: good, good. They
0: went right along with the ones that I was planning on asking you, okay. but, okay. um, I wanted to make sure we addressed those too. So um, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your practice?
1: Yeah, so um, my name is Ellen Sliverson, and I um, originally started out my career uh, as a health educator. I have a master's in public health, and so I, I did a lot of work in that area for a while, you know, consulting and working for state local health departments, work for a university. And then when I had my kids, I got very interested in more holistic health because public health is great, but it tends to be a little more, I don't know what it is now, but at least when I was in that world, it's a little more mainstream, you know, USDA, food guide pyramid, et cetera, et cetera, nothing against that, but I wanted to move beyond that. And so I did a lot of my own research and my own reading and I took my kids, you know, I didn't do all the standard vaccinations, or at least in the time frame recommended, you know, I started seeing homeopathic practitioners, nature paths, to kind of see if I could, you know, help my kids with whatever was going on more naturally. And then when they were kind of school age, I just read an ad about NTP, you know, the NTP program in the newspaper. And it was like one of those lightning bulbs where I was like, this is what I want to do. I love what I was doing before, but I want to work with people one-on-one I wanna help them you know, navigate this world. And so I just jumped right in and um, I started seeing clients. I finished the program in 2009, worked on website and then started seeing clients in 2010. And up until from 2010 to 2016, I mean, I was running some labs that I was comfortable with cause I had struggled with a lot of adrenal issues. So I was running a lot of adrenal panels cause that's what was my focus in those years. And I might have done, you know, through direct labs, you know, some stool testing here and there, but I was mostly working with diet, lifestyle, core supplements, little adrenal testing thrown in the mix every once in a while, you know, a stool test. And um, honestly, I was getting good results. I was helping people, people were happy, you know, feeling better, losing weight, you know, hormones balancing. But something happened, I don't know if I would say it was 2013, 2014, but I started getting people that were more complex and it just wasn't working, just diet alone and the key supplements and, and you know basing things off of symptoms. And I had taken a business class from Mar- Margaret Floyd Berry with Eat Naked Kitchen. Mm -hmm. And so after that, I always kind of followed her, see what she was up to. And at one point, shortly after I started realizing that I was really struggling to get clients better with the tools that I had, she kind of posted something about restorative wellness. And I just kind of hopped on in 2016, did the first level in 2016, the second two levels in 2017. And then I just, they just released level four, not too long ago. So I was in that beta class. And so now I've gone through all four levels. And so since I restored a restorative wellness, since I started that even level one, I've just been incorporating testing in my practice with almost every client. Even if it's just, even if they're not ready for the deeper dive at minimum, I like to do blood work because it gives us such a cross section of everything that's going on, right? We can look at thyroid and immune and get some idea about what's going on in the guts and electrolytes, et cetera. So it really changed my practice in the most profound way. And all of a sudden I was no longer afraid to take these clients that I was referring out before because I just didn't feel like I had the tools. And it just got better You know, as I went through the different levels, I just, you know, felt my confidence raise and I wouldn't, you know, I wasn't really turning many people away unless it was just something really, really medical that I just felt like, you know, I don't really have the tools for that. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it was really profound and just the results you know, that I was able to get for people that just had super complicated ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, you know, obviously, we all get a lot of autoimmune. I just have a theory that, you know, over the years, it's just, you know, as the world becomes more complicated, our clients have. Mm. And so it's just been amazing. And I love restorative wellness. I mean, full disclosure, I'm an affiliate, but I could never recommend something that I just didn't adore. Right. Um, Anne and Margaret are great. Um, the The teaching is amazing. The instructors are amazing. The, the information, because it's not just about the testing, it's going through the whole thing again, anatomy, physiology, you know, really understanding how things should work, what happens when they don't, and then really linking in that testing Plus just the amount of information on ready-made, not ready-made, but lots of different protocols that you can customize to your client's needs. Because that was always a big thing too, even before restorative wellness, when I was doing testing, it's really hard sometimes to just know like, what are the right supplements to help this person? And so they really vetted that and just the resources and information have just been amazing.
0: That's great. That's really really great.
1: Really happy.
0: I'd love to hear more about level four specifically. Yeah. I've talked with a few practitioners about one through three, but I've yes. never talked to somebody about level four. So, what, yes. what, what else does it go into? Are there other tests? Oh, gosh. Explored? So,
1: through restorative wellness, we now have um, a doctor that kind of oversees restorative wellness as well, like a partnership. So, that's really allowed restorative wellness to get us access to tests that maybe we wouldn't have access to otherwise. So that's another gift of the program. So um, yeah, and the genetic testing, I haven't, you know, like I just finished level four earlier this year. So I've used it on a few clients, but I find it really helpful, especially for people with like really stubborn weight loss issues and things like that. Like it really gives you a window or just really stubborn health issues that you're really just wanting to see if there's a genetic component. Um, So we had a a unit on that um, and then we really got into um, kind of testing for biotoxins, you know, uh, mold, heavy metals, environmental toxins, and then autoimmune and neurological. So we now can run all of the zoomers plus the, um, the Cyrex panels, you know, all the arrays, the different array, three, mm-hmm. four, five that cover, you know, for example, um, like array three X is the wheat gluten protein reactivity and autoimmunity panel, like just when you're either trying to really convince somebody that it's an issue for them, or you just want to make sure, you know, that there isn't something more going on there. Um, So, so yeah, and I haven't really used as much the, like the neural zoomers, but you know, I think over the years, a lot of us will probably get into the area of working with those cognitive issues and cognitive decline. So I have those tools and I'm still just kind of warming up to them. Um, I definitely do a lot of mold panels. And like I said, I've done the three by four a handful of times. And in those cases, it's been super helpful to just have a different window on health that has nothing to do with current health. It's just like what your predisposition is.
0: Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So it sounds like you're, when you start working with a client, you start with blood work and then you go from there to determine what the next steps are going to be because you have all of these different tests in your arsenal. Is that correct?
1: You know, generally, I mean, I have a couple different packages, my longer package, which is more like a deeper dive, a six month package. I do, you know, at that point, You know, the belief in restorative wellness, and I buy into this, is that we really need to start with the gut and food sensitivities, because right when you're thinking of inflammation, that's such a huge part of it, and immune, you know, the immune system, the gut and the brain, the gut and everything. So with those six-month packages, I usually start with, you know, an MRT, a GI map, and then blood work if the client's able to. Now, if I do a shorter package where they're just like, you know, I'm not ready for all of that, then we'll still work on diet, lifestyle, core supplements. And I'll add in some blood work just to see, you know, a little deeper what might be going on so I can help them more. And then oftentimes, you know, they'll go through that and feel better. And if there's still some lingering issues, then we'll kind of move forward and do some of the testing. So yeah, always starting with the gut and the food panel and then kind of moving on from there. Um, like I used to, before we of wellness, do the hormone panels, like I said, but I find now I'm still doing them, but not as much because sometimes just working on that gut piece really resolves a lot of the hormonal piece, right. Cause that's often yeah. linked to inflammation and, and just, you know, immune issues. So, um,
0: I like that. Um, yeah. cause I don't, I don't love when I hear that a practitioner to start working with them, that they just run everything basically. Cause I've heard that. And I'm like, yeah. that just doesn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like right. start with one or two and then see what else needs yeah. to happen. But especially that horn, the hormone piece, because of how much it's affected by the gut yeah, might as well start there.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And there are some exceptions, obviously somebody with PCOS or fibroids or something that's really a problem for them. Mm-hmm. We might throw that in earlier, or even look at that before we do the gut. But um, generally that's how I do it just because I see so much success and I'm willing to go further, but testing is expensive. And so I'd rather kind of start with the low hanging fruit and like, let's really get that gut figured out because mm-hmm. um, obviously if they have a yeast overgrowth or something like that, that's going to affect the hormonal balance in a big way, so you need to address that.
0: Right, right, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. One of the yeah. questions we got inside the group was wondering about RWS. She wanted to know yeah. how you work with complex clients and where yes. you begin, um, but really yes. how do you address a client's immediate symptoms of pain and discomfort before sure. moving into a protocol? Do you, sure. Can you speak to that?
1: Absolutely. So usually if somebody signs up for a six month package, right, the testing takes a while, you've got to prep them for it, they've got to do it, it can take three, five weeks to get everything back. So in the meantime, you know, we may need to do some band-aids, you know, if they're in a lot of pain, we're going to do a natural anti-inflammatory until we get to the root of it. You know, obviously, if they're having some hormonal issues, we want to address that or, or like low energy support the adrenals. So sometimes I can do just some basic, basic digestive overall support, like maybe do the HCL and the zinc test, kind of make sure those things are going on. Um, and sometimes they'll have labs from a different practitioner that are recent. So I might be able to look at that and say, hey, let's you know add in a little thyroid support or if they're struggling with an immune issue. So yeah, there's a lot we can do even before we get the test back and then we can kind of fine tune all of that.
0: Okay. So that's and then generally how I, that, that makes sense. Um, yeah. And you had mentioned having like a three month package and a six month package. Yeah, yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about the structuring of those? And is sure. that the, is that the only way you work with clients is in like longer term packages or can somebody schedule like a one-on-one single mm-hmm. consult with right. you?
1: I definitely do a lot of free 20 minute phone consults and I have like a preliminary questionnaire I send with that like so many of us do. And so that's where it's like that broad brush, like what are your goals? What are your concerns? Figuring out if I can help them. And then from there, often I find it really helpful because obviously, like I said, you know, generally I start with the gut and the food panel, but I wanna know their health history before I make that decision because maybe there'll be something that comes up that'll make me think differently. Like if I believe and they believe there's a mold issue, sometimes starting with that, Really, because it's hard to make progress on the gut and inflammation when mold's an issue. So generally after the free 20-minute consult, I move clients into a initial consult, 90 minutes, where, you know, like so many of us, taking that really deep look at health history, wellness inventory, food journal,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: kind of unpacking that with them and getting them clear on like what their big why is, where they want to be at the end of this letting them tell their story, which is really important because so many people have never been heard before. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, and then obviously, you know, not everybody moves forward from that, but sometimes I'll have somebody do an initial and then it's not the right timing. And I might hear from them a year later, right? Mm -hmm. We've all had that happen. Mm -hmm. So that's where I start. And then from there, I can get a really clear idea of where they're at motivation level, what they're willing to do, how much stress they have, how overwhelmed they have. And then I can kind of recommend, do we want to do that four month package where it's a little more, you know, diet, lifestyle, some blood work, or do we want to do a deeper dive? And are they ready for that? Mm -hmm. Because even if it's the best thing for them, if they're not willing to do the work, because there's a lot of work involved on their part, I can't be in their kitchen, I can't, you know, I can guide them and give them charts and support. And all the things, but they have to be like ready.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So I really assess motivation level because the last thing I want is to get midway through a gut healing package and they just kind of, you know, they lose steam. Mm -hmm. So the, for me, the initial consult is as much about gleaning all the information I can as about kind of them vetting me and me vetting them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Are they ready to do this work? Do they understand what it involves? And then I always follow up with it all written out really clear because I want people to know what it involves. I don't want them to be like, oh, this is way too much work. Or I didn't know I was going to have to eliminate my favorite foods or, you know, that kind of thing. And then I let them know, like, this is hard, but it's powerful and I've seen great results and I will be there for you every step of the way.
0: Right, like, right. will not be alone. Yeah. How often do they meet with you? Like if they're working with you for six months, is it one-on-one consults? Do they have email support? I do both. So usually that
1: includes six visits and then I do text and email support in between, you know, for questions. Some people really take advantage of that. Others are more self-sufficient. You know how it goes. So um, yeah, so I just make it a very comprehensive thing where they feel like they've got me for six months. I mean, obviously not on evenings and weekends, but, you know, essentially they have me and I'm there and I'm going to like troubleshoot with them, whatever they need, you know, whatever resources, whatever information, if they need me to, you know, share information with the doc or talk to somebody else they're working with that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Are you getting most of your clients from referrals?
1: you know, yeah, I would say at this point, you know, so, so I started out in Eugene and before the pandemic, I was still pretty much local and face-to-face and the pandemic changed all that where now I'm virtual and I'm seeing clients, you know, more all over the country. So I think, you know, just referral, internet, finding me, I don't really know always. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I found you on Google, you know, or a friend of mine worked with you. And so, kind of slowly building, you know, outside of this area, which has been great because Eugene's a wonderful place, but it's 180,000 people. So,
0: right.
1: you know, at some point, it's good to branch out.
0: Yeah. That so makes that's, sense. that's
1: kind of what I'm doing right now is just expanding kind of client base.
0: Okay. Great, so one of the big questions I wanted to ask you was if you could tell me about like a specific client that comes to mind where they're, where running labs for them made a huge difference in your approach, Um, maybe the labs that you ran and how that affected the protocol that you were able to give them. And if you hadn't run those labs, what you, I mean, what you would have missed.
1: Right, absolutely. So one woman that comes to mind was a woman in her fifties, and I think she was referred to me by a friend here locally, and she was one of those people I had to pause a bit I was like do I take her on she had Cushing's disease, she had a history of thyroid cancer. there were several other like major um she had had a history of viral issues like it was kind of one of those like everything going on and very complicated and kind of long-term pain and inflammation so it was all you know she was in kind of a chronic state of dysfunction and i just thought wow you know is she one of those people i'm going to be able to help but then i thought if not me who she had all the docs in the world on her team, OHSU up in Portland, which is a big kind of research medical hospital. And so I took her on, but, you know, I set expectations, you know, um, right. <laughs> like, I'm going to give you everything I've got, but you know, this, there's a lot going on here and it's complicated. So I just want you to know that. And she was, she was all in because she basically couldn't, she had, had to quit her job. You know, she could barely even do like housework, hard to get out of bed, just acid reflux in pain, just exhausted all the time, just really, really, and she was a lovely, lovely person and wanted, you know, to get back to her life. So essentially with her, honestly, I, I mean, I knew blood work was important because some of her blood work was very more like medical oriented for the docs to kind of diagnose and treat. And I don't do that. So we wanted to do a broad brush. So we did that. And we did an MRT food sensitivity panel and a GMF. And her MRT was the worst I've ever seen. Like I've never seen so many. We have, you know, red being highly reactive, yellow being moderate. I mean, it was like painted red, (sighs) painted yellow. I mean, she must've had 50 things on there. I don't see that a lot. Oh
0: my goodness. And
1: her gut was, there was definitely, you know, I think there was a yeast overgrowth and, and maybe like a parasite but it wasn't the worst I'd seen for sure. But that food panel, oh my gosh, it was awful. And she was pretty much standard American diet. So okay. it was really hard for her for the first month. I just imagine her in Fred Myers or somewhere cursing my name as she was trying to find these things I was recommending <laughs> and having to read every single label. So she grumbled and grunted a bit through text. And I just kept saying, Hey, you know, here's another substitute, try this, you know, because she was just trying to figure out how to eat. And obviously, we're trying to do a whole food base. Um, But she really rose to the occasion. And after a month, she really had cleared everything out of her diet that was on the panel, we kind of started the protocol. And I would say fairly quickly, maybe a month into, you know, starting the supplement, starting the protocol, having eliminated the foods, I get this phone call and we were mostly, you know, email and text. So I was kind of surprised. And she's like, I hated you before. And I love you now. (laughs) She's like, I was out gardening today. She's like, I haven't been able to garden in five years because it was hard to bend over. Everything hurt. I was so inflamed. I just felt so puffy. It was hard to even like get into the position to garden And she's like, my sleep is better. She had had trouble like swallowing, like weird symptoms like that. She's like, all of a sudden I can swallow. I feel like my throat's clear, like all these crazy things just kind of cleared up. And obviously there was still more work to do, but she was bought in. Like I had her, you know, she was like a believer. And she said, even my friends are like, I don't know how you're doing that. That's insane. How can you eliminate all those things? It was a lot. Um, but she was like, I don't care. I feel so much better. And we did, it opened up a whole new world of food for her too. Right. Because there's all these foods out there that she hadn't tried because she was kind of in her little rabbit hole of eating the same things over and over and not super healthy things. I mean, not terrible, but so, so that was a client I felt really, really good about it. And even on her labs towards the end, you know, the inflammatory markers dropped and, um, So she was pretty happy and just, um, you know, has recommended other people to me.
0: Was she able to reintroduce those foods back in? Right.
1: So, yeah, she, I mean, there were a few that I recommended that she continue to keep out, you know, um, gluten, obviously. And with dairy, she was willing to maybe just try like some fermented dairy, cultured dairy, like goat, sheep. So we were able to get that back in, in small quantities. And then a lot of the things were food chemicals for her Mm. because she was eating that standard American diet. So she had a huge awareness of that and wasn't gonna go back there. So, so we didn't really need to reintroduce those but some of the other random things, you know random vegetables and fruits and things like that and grains, obviously gluten-free, you know she wasn't willing to go grain-free which I recommended, but um, you know, she was willing to able to get most of it back, except the gluten and the cow's dairy.
0: Okay. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Cause sometimes when those tests recommend things that are healthy to be eliminated, that's tough where you're like, I can't have avocados, like or something like that. Absolutely.
1: When I did my MRT, I couldn't have avocados for six
0: months. That was hard.
1: Yeah, so I've done, you know, and that's the other thing I tell clients, I've done all these tests on myself. So I know what it's like to go through these protocols. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so definitely she was able
0: to get a lot back. And um, that's great. That's amazing. That. And she was able to refer yeah. other clients to you and, yeah. and all yeah. of that. That's great. Yeah. So um, we'll be wrapping up here pretty soon. I like okay. to keep these pretty um, yes. short and sweet. Um. Can you give me like your number one piece of advice that you would give to a new practitioner? I have a lot of brand new practitioners. When they graduate, they find me and they're just trying to figure out where to start. Exactly, exactly.
1: Well, I know that finding your niche is hard to do in the beginning. And honestly, the way I started was a little more general and then the niche kind of developed over time. So I think people find their own way, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like you just get your feet wet you use the tools you have. You kind of see how that feels, see how it goes. You know, just get your skill set as a practitioner and your communication and your process really set. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say get your process set. You know, get yourself on practice better. I've mm. waited way too long to do that. <laughs> do that in the beginning, even if you just get the free one or the you know the you know very low cost one you know, get yourself get everything set up your website, whatever you decide to do, and then just start seeing clients, even if it's just, you know, friends of friends or relatives just get comfortable with it. And then kind of see how that goes. I mean, you could do that for a year and just get your feet wet, because um, the testing's a lot and some people want to jump into that right away and some people need a little more time. But I would say even if you just do the level one of restorative wellness, it's really powerful, right? Because so many of our clients have the gut issue. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's a personal thing when you decide to do that. And it kind of depends on your background and what you've done before. So I think the two approaches are, you know, spending a little time getting your feet wet, just seeing clients with the tools you have, um, and then adding the testing on when you maybe have a better sense of your niche or what you're interested in or who's coming to you. I guess the other approach is really just diving in right away, which I think some people could do, and that would be fine for them. Mm -hmm. So I think it just depends on your personality, your background, like what feels right for you. I think that intuitive sense as a practitioner, like what do I really want to do here? Am I ready for the more involved testing? Is that something I feel comfortable with? Um, But I do think having a little experience just doing the counseling, doing the, you know, work with clients, getting that process set up.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's so funny. I mean, if you're working with people that are on the standard American diet, you can do so much good with them from the foundational um, approach. But Absolutely. it feels like a lot of times you're like, I need more to give them. <laughs> and so yeah. I think that's where people start grasping at more education. But it's right. so funny that even with incorporating all these different labs, a lot yeah. of the time we are still going back to that foundational um, support, but yeah. then we can back it up with the lab data and, and it can be that tangible thing yeah. that helps the client maybe make the changes. Yeah, it it's really like.
1: just another tool. Yeah, and Like you said, I mean, I'm still just, and I think it depends on the client too. I'm still just sometimes working with people that just really want to do the diet. And sometimes that makes sense for them because they are so far away from a more whole food diet. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just, it's always that intuition and judgment call, but I think you're right. Like, you know, the testing isn't really something you market. It's just how you get the person where they want to go.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so where can people find you if they are looking to work Absolutely. with you or, you know, yeah. learn from you more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, my website is pathwaysforhealth.net. So pathways, plural, F-O-R health.net. Um, my Gmail is pathwaysforhealth at gmail.com. Okay. So I don't have an Instagram yet. I need to do that, but, um, that's probably the best way to reach me. And my website has a contact
0: page. Great. And we'll so. put all of that in the show notes below. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this has been great. It's, yeah. I'm so glad that I was able to chat with you and Absolutely. learn more about, um, you know, all of your experience with using all of the different tests and going through level four and all of that. So thank yes. you so, yes. so nice much. All right, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining. You can find me at testdontguess on Instagram or testdontguess.org, or you can check out the free private Facebook group called Test Don't Guess Functional Lab Chats to go ahead and continue this conversation. So until next time, always keep learning and stay curious. When someone sends me two HTMA tests and asks why they haven't seen much change, my first question is always, are you using Vicon? Vicon is the supplement company that I truly can't stop talking about inside our Instant HTMA professional community, and here's why. With Vicon, you're able to customize a supplement blend based on your client's HTMA test, complete with the client's name printed right on the label. So no more generic solutions or piecing together massive, complicated, and expensive protocols. Practitioners love ViCon because it wipes out supplement fatigue, which leads to real tangible results. And clients love it because it's so simple to take whether they choose the powder or the pills. And most importantly, they're able to experience the magic of getting the right nutrients along with crucial cofactors for their body. All you have to do as the practitioner is choose a base formula Customize it using over 25 different properly sourced options like extra potassium or liver support, and you can even whip up a custom prenatal or support breastfeeding moms. The possibilities are truly endless. And then just to make sure that the blend is perfect, you can always set up a quick consult with the amazing Vicon team and they are happy to help. So if you're ready to revolutionize your approach to supplementation, grab our free Vicon guide and sign up for your own free Vicon account and let them know that you heard about it from Test Don't Guess. Check out the link in the show notes to get started.